It's your job to find your core values. It's your job to align with them. And it's your job to figure out how to maintain that. It's a beautiful thing. You're in so much control of what goes on in your life after you take the personal responsibility of finding them and implementing your life around them. I'm Chris. And I'm Kylie. And this is Redefining Resilience. Where we explore what it means to build a resilient lifestyle. So you can thrive in any and every situation. All right, in today's episode, we're going to discuss core values and alignment as a part of the vision domain. Kylie, what are core values and how do they relate to vision? If you remember from our roadmap episode, vision is having a sense of purpose, clear goals, clarity around your priorities, and the ability to make sound decisions based on where you want to go. So our core values are the foundation for how you live your life. They form a belief, mindset, moral code, way of being, or ideals that you value. They help you decide right from wrong and choose yes or no. So it's like a filter for your decision. You got it. Think of it as your North Star, your personal North Star. It's what guides you. So what are your core values? What is your uh, quote-unquote North Star? Great question. And we'll get to that. But before we do, let's jump into the discussion, starting with the two types of core values. There's two types of core values that you may have, terminal and instrumental. So think of terminal as the end. Could be the end goal, what you want to achieve in life. So that could be happiness. It could be success. Some of those may be your core values. It's what you want to achieve. Instrumental core values are how you get there. So it could be integrity, honesty, work ethic, things like that. So think of them as either or, and there's no secret sauce to like, you have to have one Terminal and three, instrumental. There's no exact recipe for this, but they could be things you want to achieve or attain in life or just the values by which you plan on using to get to where you want to go in life. So based on that, what are your core values? What do you use as a filter for your decisions? Yeah, my core values are integrity, fun, learning, and achievement. And the cool thing about core values is you get to decide what the words mean to you. So you don't have to use the Google definition or the Webster definition of what these words mean technically. They can be your own definition. So integrity to me means honesty, doing the right thing not lying, cheating, or doing deceptive things to get there. I would say treating people with kindness also falls under that category in my mind. Having faith that there's a higher power out there that's bigger than yourself. And to me, those things make up my definition of integrity. In the back of my mind, I am evaluating any new person I meet to determine, do they have integrity? 
And if they have integrity, the next question I'm trying to answer are, is is this a fun person? Do I want to be around them? And if they're not fun, can they teach me something? Because learning is my other core value. And not everybody I interact with has to be fun. But if I'm learning from somebody, that's somebody that I might choose to keep around because it's something that will help me grow. So you're using this as a filter of one, how to communicate and two, who to keep in your life. And how I spend my time because I can point back to past jobs that I've had where I didn't feel like the leadership team operated with integrity or I didn't feel like there were opportunities for learning and development. They didn't invest in training for their employees. I can point back to cultures that were super serious and they just did not want to have any kind of fun. So it it helped me understand who my people were, what kind of culture I belong in, and who my people are not, and what cultures I don't belong in. Which is really cool because understanding your core values isn't just a woo-woo, write it on your bathroom mirror, intrinsic just to you. It's how you base your career and who you work for and the people that are in your life, who you allow in and how much uh, emotional energy you spend on them. Yeah. Core values are how I interact with my external world. Wow. That's good. And when we're aligned to our core values, things just happen a lot easier. What do you mean by that? Like in our relationship, we both operate with a high level of integrity. We like to have fun all the time. We both are super motivated to learn and to achieve. We both set goals, goal-driven, right? So our relationship is super easy because we both value a lot of the same things. So what are your core values? This will make a lot more sense when we hear what yours are. Um, Strength, integrity, learning, passion and fun. So three of your core values are the same as mine. Uh, yeah. I think passion is the one that took me a while to land on because I would get really frustrated with people earlier in life and still occasionally do. Um, they just kind of exist. They're just kind of, if a 10 is all the way and one is right on your deathbed, they're like a 4.5. They're just there. They're not even midway. They're just in life, you know, whatever whatever comes, comes, whatever doesn't, doesn't, and they're just okay with it. I don't understand that. That is really, really hard for me to, like, conceptualize and have conversations with. I know you and I have been out with friends, and we'll meet people, and it is literally me dragging conversation out of this person for 30 minutes. And when we leave, I'm exhausted because it is so far against the core value of passion of mine that it's it's exhausting, physically exhausting to me. And that's where I think you and I are similar because my definition of achievement, which was my fourth core value, achievement for me is being driven to always want to accomplish more, always be reaching for your highest potential. And so a lot of your your passion definition is very similar to my achievement definition. So in real life, how we actually live those out is super similar. And your, your achievement uh, value is just the same as my strength. I want to be the strongest version of myself. 
morally, ethically, physically, and emotionally. That's achievement to me, is the strongest version of myself, pushing yourself to constantly be able to take on more and achieve more. So now that we both explained what our core values are, the next step for our listeners is probably, well, how the heck do I find mine? How do I list them like we did? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't have any sort of exercise at the time I developed mine. They kind of just slowly have, I've collected my core values over years and self-reflection, but there are exercises that you can do to develop these core values and you could probably Google something and find a menu of words to choose from. But I think the most organic way to develop your core values and to really be able to articulate what those are is to reflect on your life so far. So I have some questions that I'm going to rattle off and my suggestion would be Come back to this episode, write these questions down, and pair up with a partner or just journal the answers to these questions on your own. But really what you're looking for are some themes. I'm going to ask you some questions to help you reflect on pivotal moments in your life. And what you want to do is see what common themes keep popping up. Are there certain words that you used over and over to describe your answers? Are there common trends that you're noticing about your behavior, how you responded, that's going to tell you what was at the the epicenter of your decision making at that time. Before we list these questions, just to let you know how I came to find mine is exactly that process. I journaled for years and would end up in these frustrating situations. And until I was one, sober, stop drinking, and two, frustrated enough about my situation that I started to go back and look at my journals. And it was like this giant aha moment that I was literally writing down the same stupid scenario constantly. I would dig my way out of it, quote unquote, which would just mean run away from the problem and then reinvite the problem and then be upset when the problem existed again. But until I could see the pattern which was going back through my journals and underlining and highlighting and reading for context, context clues, it was impossible for me to see the pattern. If you don't intentionally live your life like that, you're going to consistently be in that pattern. Okay, so questions are, what do you want to attain in life? What's the ultimate goal? What makes you happy? How do you want people to view you? Let's imagine we're at your funeral and someone is giving your your googly. A you googlizer, one who speaks at funerals. Or did you think I'd be too stupid to know what a you googly was? The Zoolander reference, if you didn't pick up on that. (laughs) What are they saying about you? Who are you trying to become? What do you admire the most about the people you surround yourself with? Think back to tough decisions that you've made, whether it's in your life or your career. What did you consider or what was the straw that broke the camel's back? 
And then what are your deal breakers in friendships, in relationships? What are the things that you know you're not okay with and the things that you are okay with? These questions are going to help you reflect on pivotal moments in your life. And hopefully you can start highlighting some common words that you're seeing over and over. Now, the next step in this process is to give your words meaning. You've dwindled it down to, let's say, three to five main themes. What are the definitions of those themes? Like, how do you want to define your core values? That's it. So one of the things I used, and I know this sounds silly, but I was raised on 80s action flicks. Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Van Damme, all those guys. And I loved them, right? If there's one on in the other room, I don't even have to see it. I can just hear it and I know exactly what movie it is. Probably exactly what scene and what they're going to say next. I was fascinated with it. And the older I got, the more I kept thinking, why in the world do I like this so much? I loved that the main character, despite all adversity, the whole world against him, Rambo had the Russian tanks literally driving towards him, stood strong for his core values. He was there for a reason and would take on the world to get it done. I loved that. And I loved that it was the ability of the man that made a decision to go ahead and accept taking on the world. I'm fine with that. I love that concept. And it's changed or really mapped out my whole life. So strength and tenacity have become part of my core values. As silly as that is, that is what shaped my lifestyle and my mindset and got me into the thing that I do now, strength training and competing. So maybe add in another question. What's your favorite movie and why? <laughs> well, <laughs> seriously, it might sound silly, but if it's your favorite movie, there's a reason. I mean, they're fake characters, yes, but they're tapping into something inside of you that connects you to it. So I think we need to dive into a few more examples of what being out of alignment feels like, because I don't think at the time I realized I was out of alignment. So maybe if we can give some examples, it might help people just check in and alert them as to whether or not they're in a place of alignment or misalignment. So give me, give me a sandpaper to your soul moment. I was working for a company, and the company I worked for was selling products that were unbeneficial to the recipient pretty regularly. And the core value was so far away from mine. I enjoy helping people, and being the strongest morally is not lying to the customer not leading them down a path of pure destruction because these uh, items were so far off base for some of the clients we were needing to sell them to. Uh, even when they accepted it, a month later, they'd come back in catastrophic chaos because of the item we sold them. And that felt physically painful to me. It hit your integrity button. And didn't hit it. It, it mashed it. It stood on it and jumped up and down. 
I literally hurt whenever I was trying to do this because it was just, I was staring at some other human sitting where I could have been sitting and I was convincing them uh, to to go this route that was going to earn me 15 bucks in commission and the bank a check mark. And it's like, absolutely not. I was drinking pretty heavy because of it. I couldn't sleep. I dreaded going to work. I hated it. That is a really common, I would say, issue <laughs> that is a major red flag and should alert you. If you have the Monday scaries every week, there's probably something going on that is pressing on one of your core value buttons. So in that role, how did you know that you were operating out of alignment? Because it wasn't a struggle of tasks. It was a struggle of the outcome of the tasks, like what I was doing to somebody by completing the task. So it's how you were impacting and interacting with other people. Exactly. So in that situation, which one of your core values buttons was hit? So the thing that stood out to me is I understand that it sounds like an integrity issue. It is an integrity issue. So the integrity button was definitely pressed. But whenever I thought about it, <clears throat> I wanted to be the strongest version of myself morally, ethically, physically, and emotionally. And to make that decision, I didn't feel like I had a pillar of strength to stand on. I had to be weak and lie. So it punched several buttons, the integrity button and the strength button. I love that. And I, I think your definition of strength is really cool because that's not necessarily the definition of strength that I might have had right off the cuff when I hear the word, but your definition of it makes perfect sense in this scenario. And that's why I think it's so cool to have your own core values because you get to decide what they mean and how they get enacted in real life. I think it's important too because you're the only person talking to yourself. And if you speak the same language that you're speaking inside of your noggin, it's going to make a lot more sense. Yeah, because sometimes your language doesn't make sense to me in my noggin. It's totally fine. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Can you tell me a time that you had uh, core value misalignment and what that felt like? Yeah. My situation I don't think is too dissimilar from yours. I worked at a company where I was in charge of training. And the content that I was asked to train on was all technical. And... As the trainer, the issues I was having and seeing with new team members was that there were more soft skills that needed to be developed, but the leadership at the top did not value soft skill development. They didn't understand why I was wasting time talking about things like mindset and optimism and the EQ soft skills that are even more valuable, according to Gallup and all of the other studies out there about workplace and success. And so my learning button got hit. And it just felt like growth was going to only be so much inside of that organization because we didn't value, I shouldn't say we, they didn't value 
the things that are going to help people reach their fullest potential. And my achievement button also was triggered because I felt like we weren't going to achieve as much as we possibly could if we weren't developing people as emotionally intelligent human beings. So every single Sunday I woke up with anxiety because I knew I had to go into work the next day and it was just like this pit in the center of my stomach. Which is a solid, solid ass alarm. Yeah. Your gut is your first brain. It's going to go off before your noggin does. Yep. So that pit in the middle of your stomach, that feeling of anxiety, is telling you something for a reason. Yeah. And even now, I I have leaders that I've worked with that maybe don't value or have the same philosophies that I have in sales. And so we're constantly going to be butting heads. And from an integrity standpoint, you know, I have a very clear understanding of how to treat my prospects and my clients with integrity. And if I feel like we're trying to do some slimy sales tactics, I'm not going to want to work with that team or that leader for very much longer because I can't I can't do things that set off my alarm bells and tell me, hey, we care more about making money than we do about the people that we're helping. The crazy thing about that, too, is is you might be able to ignore that for a little while, but eventually, because you're misaligned, there's going to come a point where you are butting heads, and it's going to be ugly. Oh, yeah. That's usually when you get the, the midlife crisis or the, I'm quitting this job, I fucking hate it. Like, that point is just an exacerbation of not dealing with something early on. The core value misalignment is why you lose your shit and walk out. And I think the hard thing is walking away and and terminating relationships that probably are not conducive to your health and well-being and are not aligned with your core values. It's one of the greatest sayings I've ever heard. It's from a bodybuilder named Kai Green. He says, it's like you have to save your own life. Nobody is going to be your savior for you. We have to do what we have to do. I love that because it's just you are in control. If you're out of alignment, it is your job to fix that. It's your job to find your core values. It's your job to align with them. And it's your job to figure out how to maintain that. It's a beautiful thing. You're in so much control of what goes on in your life after you take the personal responsibility of finding them and implementing your life around them. And here's the cool thing about core values. When you find them, everything just becomes easier and more objective. I can then objectively assess whether or not we have similar core values and will care about the same things. I mean, if you remember when we first started dating, I think it was probably like our third date. I asked you what your core values were because I wanted to make sure we were aligned and we weren't going to have friction down the road. If you said one of your core values was drinking or partying and having fun, I would have known, hey, we're not going to, we're probably not going to last because I don't drink. And you might not think that that's very fun. Just like the business scenario, you can put up with it for a little while, but eventually you're going to cross paths. 
That's and right. Eventually, those core values that don't match are going to cause more friction than you're able to handle. So it's important. You're allowed to have core values and make decisions relationship-wise, whether that's friendships, dating, or whatever, that align with that or don't align with it. You have to be able to, to do that. You're the only person that's going to save yourself. You can't just walk into life haphazardly and hope that somebody's going to magically appear and meet these values that you don't even know exist. That's why this is important. Understanding your core values, understanding what alignment is and what it feels like and how to live in that. Then you can objectively, like you said, be the observer of your feelings and not the feeler. You can make wise decisions. All right. So I think it's worth pointing out uh, in an earlier episode, we talked about core values. I listed mine as learning, intentionality, growth, and trust. In this episode, I listed them as strength, integrity, learning, passion, and fun. So does that mean your core values changed from one episode to the next? How I viewed them and the words I used to describe them change because the words affect me differently in different seasons, I think. To describe how I was talking about growth, strength being the strongest version of myself mentally, morally, physically, and emotionally, that's growth to me. So it's just a more refined version of. And since we're digging into this constantly and we talk about this every day, (laughs) all day long, it allowed me to get a little more granular with it. Yeah, so those words are almost interchangeable for you. Depending on where I am in the conversation or how I'm explaining it, yeah, could be interchangeable. If we want to get real granular with it, I'm going to say strength. But if I want to speak conceptually, it's growth. I want to grow. I think it goes back to terminal or instrumental core values. One is how you get there and one is what you're trying to achieve. Growth and... By leveraging strength, you're going to attain growth. Sure. I just think it's important to understand that this is not something that's etched in the stones for eternity. (laughs) Like you're not going to point out four things at 21 years old that are going to be the same core values at 31 years old or 41 or 51 or 61. Things are going to change because your life and your, your position in it and your stimulus change. Once you get a hold of uh, life by the reins, it's going to be different. I have a 16-year-old daughter. Life is very different for me than when I didn't have kids. So my core values are a little bit different. With my job, I'm self-employed again. My core values are different than they were when I was just punching the old time clock. I was pretty sure it's the same for you. The biggest difference between you and I is you have spent a lot more time digging through these intentionally, like when we first started dating and I'm sitting on the couch in your apartment and you say, hey, Chris, what are your five core values? I like, didn't say five. You don't have to have a specific number. I think you said 32, <laughs> I to be honest. I did not. <laughs> uh, and I looked at you like a deer in the headlights. I'm like, I don't know how to answer this question. It's basically your DNA. What the heck? How do you not know? Exactly. So <laughs> don't take this as like we're, you know, telling you you're stupid because you haven't figured it out or that if they change, you are wrong. Just understand this is a learning process. The more you uncover about yourself, the more these are going to get either uh, 
more in depth or they might change completely. Yeah. And our brains are neuroplastic, which means that our brains are always adapting to new information. So as you learn from different situations and adversity in your life, you may have more tools in the toolbox and your brain may say, hey, this matters more to us now, or we're going to change our belief on this. And before you know it, you might have a new core value established. So it's changing as you change. And there's no rules or regulations when it comes to core values. And you know, if one day you want to say strength is your core value and the next day you want to say growth is, that's cool. There's no rule book here. The only concept that I think is important to make sure stays is the meaning behind it. I interchange the word strength and growth because they mean the same thing to me, like they're headed in the same direction. I equate it to working out. And when I work out, when I start, when I'm a basic, a beginner in the gym, a newbie, my core value or my my basis for going there is to build the bottom of the pyramid, the big, you know, baseline of strength that'll carry me through all the movements. I then am strong enough and have enough body knowledge to compound off of those. When you first establish your core values, it's like starting to work out. You don't understand where your body composition plays into it. Like I have long legs and a short torso, or excuse me, vice versa, long torso, short legs. That plays a huge role in my leverages for certain lifts. That was not even close to being on my radar when I first started. And I think it's the same with your core values. The more granular you get in life and the more aligned you get, the more you see what's actually important and you can whittle down to the things that are valuable. Thanks for listening to Redefining Resilience. To learn more about building your mental and physical readiness, check out odysseyresilience.org. And follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok. I got to scoot.